The Lord be with you. <clears throat> Let us pray. Holy One, we come to hear the stories of other people in another world long ago. We come to hear the stories that are also about us today in this time and place. Holy One, give us ears to listen, eyes to, he to see, and hearts to accept. In Christ we pray, amen. Today's lesson is from Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who, was bo who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler, who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out. And there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I wonder one week into the new year, what are your hopes? What are your intentions? What are you seeking in 2019? The day after Christmas, my mom... Pam visited my home to meet my new uh, Labrador retriever, Gideon, and to see my other boys, the German Shepherds, Ebenezer and, and Josiah. It's chaos at my home. And following her arrival and following the lessening of chaos, she and I sat in my dining room and we spoke of, of nothing in particular um, until she asked, if I had given thought to having a baby. That's right. <laughs> I mean, not in the conventional way that's not happening. But John, have you thought about having a baby? What did you say? <laughs> One second we're speaking about nothing in particular, and the next second we're talking about fertility and fatherhood. She is a master at the pivot. <laughs> she is. 
Now, after my initial surprise and, and my own laughter, I asked her what inspired her question. And she took a moment and she said to me, I wasn't the best mom. I know that. I didn't always put you first, as I should have. And I know that's why you call me Pam and not Mom. And that's true. If you had a child, I, I feel I would have a second chance. Her reply was not what I was expecting. And the subsequent conversation between us was not what I had planned for our time together. However, it was without question the most meaningful and personal conversation that she and I have ever shared in our lifetimes. As she left the house that day, and I replayed our conversation, I arrived at the understanding that her longing, her question, is not so much about a grandchild um, as it is about a longing for a deeper relationship with, with her child. Which led me to think about what I long for in my own life. What do I long for? something I want, not like, not like a vacation or a third dog, check. <laughs> I didn't want that dog, but anyways, I do. He's lovely, but I'm off track. Something I long for, something, something to fulfill, something to define, something to complete, something to, to change the, the direction of my life. What do I long for? And where might that longing lead me? What do you long for? Do you ever ask yourself that question? I suspect for most of you, with the beginning of the new year, your attention is focused on the future. And for some of you, that's expressed in a New Year's resolution, those intentions that you have for your life. While for others, we don't make a resolution, and yet we still have a hope, <laughs> a wish. For the coming year, we consider the possibilities of, of what might be. While others may just want a clean slate, lock the door on 2018. <laughs> Throw kerosene on that. Light on fire. <laughs> and in whatever ways our hopes and our intentions are expressed or experienced, I believe they touch upon within us a longing. We seek something we don't have. We want something different. We are aware of, of an absence. It's not that our lives are defective or deficient. It's simply the recognition that there are moments when there's something missing. There's an absence. What do you long for? Now here's the paradox. 
that absent thing, that missing thing, whatever it is, it is also present to us. It is present to us in and through our longing. We may not see it or experience it or even know what it is, but it is there. It is present by its absence. And we experience that presence as longing. Yet so often we don't ask ourselves the question, what is it I long for? Now you may be wondering where I'm going with this. I spent the whole week asking myself that question. <laughs> Even this morning, where am I going with this? And perhaps you're wondering what absence and longing has to do with epiphany. They do sound mutually exclusive. But maybe it's not as simple as there's either something there or there's nothing there. What if the experience of absence, the longing that accompanies absence, is the beginning of epiphany? What if that sense of absence is the star of your life by which God is revealing God's self to you? What if your sense of longing and desire is really God's longing and desire for your life? Maybe epiphanies are the means by which God expresses God's longing for us and reveals the possibility for our lives. What do you long for? What is absent in your life? Do you ever stop to wonder? Maybe an epiphany is not so much a, an aha, I get it moment, as it is a moment of, aha, it's got me. a moment that awakens us to a deep desire within our heart, touching the longings of our life in such a way that we get up and we go. We get up and go. We change our life. We, we walk a new way. We travel along a different road. I think that's what happened to the Magi. I think when they saw that star in the sky, they realized an absence in their life. A longing and a desire. And they got up and they went, not knowing what or where that star would lead them. But they recognized an absence. They recognized a longing. And they went. From where I stand, that's epiphany. That's revelation. 
I wonder if so often we fail to recognize those epiphanies in our life because they start with absence. And we misread the moment. Nothing's there. I don't feel anything. We don't stop to wonder or ask or even open our eyes to see. What is missing from your life? What is absent from your life? What do you long for? Something to fill, something to define, something to complete. And where might your longing be leading you? Whatever you might name, I believe that is the beginning of epiphany for you. It is more than emptiness. It is God calling and God guiding your life's journey. Trust the star. Follow it, listen to it. Learn from it. Travel a different road. What do you long for? Thanks be to God. Amen.